Whoa! Gotta start it off like that, man. I'm back, bro. Easy does it. Easy does it. I'm back. Studio VW. You know what I'm saying? Getting my getting my podcast on, man. I appreciate y'all listening in, tuning in again. A uh, couple things I want to get into today. Uh, you know, got got a couple good things, couple bad things. You know how the world is. Some stuff I just feel like I gotta touch on. But first things first. Um, I want to get on something about my family. I want to shout out a couple of my family members. Um, well, one in particular for sure. One in particular for sure. My little cousin Autumn. Oh, Autumn, I love you so, 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 so much. And I'm so, 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 so proud of you. Like, oh, my God. Every time I see you via social media, um, I'm just always impressed. Like, you never cease to amaze me. Keep it up. Oh, my God. These you get the multiple scholarships. You you know you crossing in in your little in your in your high school sorority. Oh man, I wish I could have been there. Oh, I'm so mad at myself for not knowing that you uh you know that you was doing that. Oh my God, I wish I could have been there so I could go be there and support you and and kind of rep. You know what I'm saying? Because you know I'm I'm Greek, so I w- I would have definitely been there to rep. Um, but keep up the good work. Uh, I just want you to know that I do support you. I don't know what I can do for you, but if you ever need any help from me with anything, just call me and see if I can help you. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll try my best not to disappoint you, but I will be here to support you. Even if you just need to talk to somebody, call me because I'm so happy for you and I'm so proud of the, the person that you have become. Just keep it up, man. I love you so much. I, I really, I really, you, you make me very proud to be your cousin. Like, you're a superstar. Keep it up, man. Uh, and I, I, I kind of want to touch on that first because, um, one, I should have been saying something about it. Uh, but two, it kind of like, it's kind of like a segue into something that I want to discuss, um, uh, when it's related to family. So family, my family, I want to let y'all know first and foremost, I love y'all, I care about y'all, and just because I'm not there physically, and I may not talk to you guys enough, or as much as I probably should, I still think about y'all, I care about y'all a lot, and um, I try to send as much positive energy through my thoughts y'all way as much as I can because I really want all y'all to uh, succeed in whatever you're doing uh, and just be healthy and, and good and and just living and, and enjoying your life, you know, as little stress as possible. Um, and just to kind of give you a little background on on how uh, how much family means to me and the type of things that I, that I used to do that um, I want to bring back. Um, one of the, my the best friends I've ever had was my grandmother Margaret Lemon. She was like the best grandmother a uh, grandchild could have. Like it was wonderful. Like I I miss her so much. Even at this point, I think it's probably been 
nine years now, which is a long time. I think she died in 2009. Like I, I try to, I try not to even remember. I try to, I just know it was August uh, in a really bad time. It was just a really bad time. I don't even want to know the exact date, but either way, um, when she was living, uh, you know, like every family, we all have had problems. We all had issues, you know, in some form or fashion. Um, but she found ways to kind of keep everybody together. She was that mold, you know what I'm saying? And uh, once she passed, everything changed. My family basically crumbled, you know what I'm saying? It was, and it, and, and it just, we, we never, we, never could fully get back along with each other properly uh and i'm saying we uh and really in a truly in a sense i never really had any issues with my family if they had issues with me i didn't know it um and i apologize if i created any issues with you uh just to put it out there because i don't know um but I, it always seemed as if I got a lot of love from everybody, regardless of what was going on. And one thing my mom always told me, because if she did get into it with one of her siblings or somebody in a family, she'll say, well, uh, you know, that's that's still your family. You know what I'm saying? So that's your that's your people. You you you, you treat them like your people. That's going to always be your family. And I don't know if at those times she was being petty or what, but. I, what I took from it was, that's my family regardless, and we're going to always have to have each other back. We're going to always have to be there for each other. Um, so what I started to do was, uh, once my grandmother passed, I don't know if it was the first or the second year after she passed, I want to say it was the first. I started doing like, I wanted to do like family get-togethers for my birthday, um, and it was more for her. And for my family to come back together, even if it's just for a couple hours, one time a year, I wanted everybody to have a good time with each other. So it started off as a dinner, uh, like a dinner party. And then we kind of just kept going on and we did it for four years straight. And by the fourth year, we were able to give not only the family shirts, but we was able to give everybody who came a shirt. Uh, we uh we had another shout out man my cousin uh him and his him and his wife they supported um you know they they helped they helped you know put up money my I had other family like my cousin uh Felicia she we would we would kind of do a joint party because her daughter has a also a great birthday her birthday is the day after mine uh, and it's just as wonderful as mine. So we'll do like a joint party. So we'll have kind of like a kid section for like kids to come, you know, for the kids to kind of have a little area for them to play as far as like young, very young children. And then we had like other stuff and we did it big. Like we did crawfish ball. We did like, we bought everything. Like it was a, when I tell you it was a boil, it was a boil. Like, like we bought crawfish, shrimp, uh, neck bones, uh, turkey necks, corn, potatoes, you know, the, the regular. But then we also bought like turkey, like a full turkey. My mama invented this, but she bought meatballs. Y'all don't go out there and try to steal my mama's idea. Fire. Fire, I'm telling you. Fire. The truth. If you don't believe me, just ask somebody who came to that party and tried the meatballs. 
the truth. Like we bought so much stuff. Like we we had like we used to just have a good time. We had music. We we had food. You know, um, my partner Eric brought his famous uh, mac and cheese. I mean, we had all kind of stuff, man. We, like we had so much food at the at the at the party that we first off at one the last one we didn't even cook all the food, which I ain't gonna lie, it kind of made me mad. But we didn't even cook all the food. That's how much food we had to cook. And we was able to give, like I said, we might have had about 70 or 80 people coming. We was able to give everybody a shirt, not just family, but their friends, whoever decided to come. And we, you know, it was labeled the Big Easy's birthday badge. And um, it was more so not for me just to be like, oh, everybody, let's celebrate Errol. But I, I wanted to some kind of way for a small amount of time be that mold that my grandmother was and say okay well i can't feel your shoes completely because i'm not as great as you i strive to be that great but i'm not as great as you so maybe just for maybe about two maybe between four to six hours i can be almost as great as you i can almost feel that feel that shoe that that, that you left behind for somebody to feel maybe i can and I did that so my family could get back together and just enjoy themselves with each other. Because that, to me, was like the best times when I was young, when my family would just randomly do crawfish balls and we all meet up at one person's house and then I could drink as many cold drinks as I wanted because my mama wouldn't let me drink cold drinks at home. So we could go to my auntie house or whichever auntie house we go to. A lot of times it was at Terry house. I knew at Terry house I could drink Man, I could drink. I've been, been drunk like 10 cold drinks just because I can. And I know I need to go ahead and drink as many cold drinks as I can now uh, before I go home. Because all I'm going to have is either water or Kool-Aid. You know what I'm saying? So I got to get it how I live or whatever. So I used to love doing that. Like we used to love these events. We used to play and, you know, we had crawfish and we had, we had a good time. We had a good time with family. You know what I'm saying? And so... It was just like one of them things that I missed and I longed for, especially once my grandmother passed, because I noticed it was just a whole bunch of little things that would happen that due to her not being there created created problems. You know what I'm saying? It created like discard between I just learned that word, too, from reading uh, the master key system. Y'all need to check that out. My Felicia, she put me on it. Fifi, you know, Wakanda forever. I'm telling you, look. Uh, but um, I've almost I lost my little train of thought. But I just was trying to mend a lot of those problems that they had just by having a, a function where everybody could get along. Just for that function. Get along for the strength of not just me, but for her, because this is what we used to do. Um, so. I did that and we end up stop having to, we, we end up stop doing it. So I really, really want to make a push to do that next year. I'm not saying I'm not I didn't make that whole spiel just to tell my family that, but I really want my family to try to bring that back and let's try to do that again because those are times that set memories. My little cousin started looking forward to doing that and having this function because that was those were just good times with family you know what i'm saying and it, it was turning into a small family reunion and it was just getting bigger and bigger and so i really want to do that but i really just want to talk about family because it's so important for us to have family and it's so important 
for us to be there for each other as family. Uh, like the saying goes, it takes a village to raise the child. And a lot of times the village is the family, not not outside of the family, but it is the family. And I, I noticed uh, we're talking to my mom and just talking to a lot of my, of my other family members. Uh, we have a lot of, of our own personal situations we have going on, but it's almost like the the way the way the our structure is now we, we we're not there for each other and we should be there for each other even if it's just something minute like just calling and being able to talk to your family about whatever it is um not necessarily being there for them having to be there for them for them excuse me financially but just being there for them emotionally you know what i'm saying being being a shoulder to crown being a person to listen to uh just being there to help 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 raise the family because a lot of times and this is this across the board i know for a fact and and this ain't this ain't nothing against none of my family this is this 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 across the board in, in in everybody family i'm pretty sure the kids nowadays tend to be more disrespectful than what we were when we were being raised and you know as the older as the older ones we start looking at it like oh they being easy on them but they probably felt the same way about us they was being easy on us and and as as it go up the chain it was easier and easier and easier for everybody but it's a lot of things what a lot one thing that i'm starting to realize is big is the respect level and i think with family and especially when you go through turmoil with your family and your family starts to divide it it creates levels of disrespect that shouldn't be there and so like i have to give it to my uh my fiance on her daddy's side the family like they always together they always doing things with each other and it's a very respectful environment even though they have their ways but they are very very when i and i when i say i don't mean a negative when i say they have their ways they from New Orleans, so they raw. Like they raw. I love it though. Like they so raw. And I love it. You know what I'm saying? It's not necessarily how my family is. And that don't mean my family better than them. I love the fact that they so raw with each other, but they all it's a the rawness is respectful or whatever. So I love it, man. Like, you know, I I just love the fact that they willing to be family. And they willing to be there for each other. And um you know, I got I got family that do things and they help. And that's why that's why I wanted to shout out some of the people that I know have helped me. Like my cousin, uh, my cousin Buster, man, like like I was saying, him and his wife, they helped me with the with the party, man. They put up money to, to support me. And and like they were always supportive of different ventures and stuff that I had. And he was always there to try to help mentor me and stuff like that. And just tell me like different things that I should read and different things that I should look into and stuff like that, you know, and I and I can totally appreciate that my cousin fifi like everybody in my family older or younger uh has did different things to mold help mold me you know what i'm saying like i got family that's 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 younger than me that's wise you know like my little cousin clee he a wise he he knows a lot of he knows a lot of different things um my my little cousin margaret she funny as hell and she just always brings joy like you know it, everybody brings in their own little thing and it just it's, it's it's wonderful and that's why i like talking to my cousin felicia because 
like I telling her, like we must be on 97.3 FM wavelength because like we pick up the same things from life. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's funny that I'm even in that position to, to match her wavelength. Uh, and she just, she, she's so inspiring. You know what I'm saying? Like it's wonderful. So I, I really enjoy talking to her and I really enjoy just, um, it's almost like when I'm talking to her on the phone, it's like we in the presence of each other and it's like good, really good energy. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so I, I say all that to say, man, we have to make sure that we very supportive of each other as family and in your family, whoever listening to this, you know, if your family is only you and your mama, or if your family is only you and your brother or whatever it is, don't take that person for granted. Um try to communicate with that person let them know you there let them know you care you know what i'm saying and talk to them if you have some if you have something you're going through and that's the only person you got or if you got a hundred people that you got talk to them let them know let them know what's going on with you you know what i'm saying let them be there to help you like invite them into your world to help you now don't get me wrong i already know it's a negative side to that some family stabbing your back some family not good for you and that's true that's true I, I don't have nothing against that. I, I'm, I'm not saying that that's that's not true, but at the same time, at the same time, there is somebody in your family that don't want to see nothing go wrong with you, or that wants to see you succeed, or that's willing to help you. You do have family. You have the same amount of family that's willing to help you as you had that's not willing to help you, and you probably got more family that want to help you than that don't want to help you. And as a people, we have to make sure that we are supportive, not only of our people but our family because that's where it starts it starts in the home and it starts with the family the family raises the children up to be greater you know what i'm saying so we have to make sure we do that as a family or whatever so any of my family out there like if y'all listening to this again i love y'all i love y'all and in any way if i could support y'all and I'm, I ain't big bucks. I ain't, I, I ain't, I ain't got all the money in the world. I'm working on it. I really am. I'm trying, I'm trying to work on it. I'm trying to get my, I'm trying to, like I always say, I'm trying to get my life together. You know, I'm getting my life together. I'm not going to say I'm trying. I'm getting my life together. So, if, so at one point, at some point in time, I'm going to be able to give y'all whatever y'all need from me uh, or whatever I'm supposed to give y'all. But, you know, contact me. Let me know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for y'all. I really am. I, I love y'all dearly. Autumn, keep doing you. I like, you don't know how happy I am. I damn this cream when I seen you on there probate. I was, boy, I got bucked up like I was in that thing. You heard me? I probably seen it like hours later. I was so mad at myself, but I was so happy at the same time. Autumn, I, I'm going to tell you like this. You had you probably you probably had the most doubt people had the most doubt in you just from just just looking at from the outside looking in i could see that people had doubt in you and you just flipped the script and you just said you know what i'm gonna show y'all the proof is what i'm about to put out here keep that shit up man like keep it up autumn keep keep amazing me i ain't doubt you i i never doubted you I'm going to just tell you that I never doubted you. I always wanted you to be great. I always wanted you to be great. But man, when I tell you, you have exceeded any expectation 
because I didn't know you like this. And I'm so glad that you just, you're such a butterfly. Like you didn't went and you didn't just bloomed into such a beautiful flower. Like keep it up on them. Keep, keep, keep glowing up on them. Like, like, like Fifi say, you popping right now. You lit, you lit. I want to tell you, you so beautiful. Autumn. Keep it up. Keep it up. Okay, I kind of have to switch gears a little bit real quick. Um, I, I, I have to speak on this, as a, especially as a black man. Um, I got to touch on this uh, about the young man, the 21-year-old man that just got gunned down in Sacramento, uh, Stefan Clark. Uh, I believe I'm, I hope I'm saying his name right. Uh, um, rest, man. Rest, rest in peace, man. I, I'm, I'm so saddened that this has to happen again, and it's almost like they knew it's been a long enough time for this to be in the media, for us to be all right, and then bam, here we go again. Here we go again, and uh, I, I hate to have to talk about this. I really do. But, you know, this type of thing makes me wonder and makes me really think hard about what am I to teach my child? Um, and, you know, some people going they're going to look at this situation uh, just to kind of give you if you don't if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about. I had a guy. He was outside his grandmother's house. A young young man, 21 years old. Yeah, he's outside his grandmother's house. They had somebody supposedly was breaking in cars in the neighborhood. Uh, this guy wasn't even a suspect, but the police just so happened seeing him in front of his grandmother's house. Uh, from what the story seems is they tried to stop him. He was all running. Um, they drew guns. They figured he had a gun because he had one thing that just about everybody has in their hand just about 85 to 90 percent of the time which is a phone so they continue to let off 20 shots at this man not only did they not didn't not only did they let off these 20 shots when their backup came uh they went and and used non-lethal force to see if he was still living after they knew that they shot this man down and that he was non-responsive. They didn't uh, They didn't even give him no first aid and none of that. They didn't give him any of that. They didn't try to help him. And the way it seemed from the video that was recorded, they didn't even call for an ambulance to come and try to save the man. Even after they found he was unarmed. Uh, clearly, it was two Caucasian police officers that shot a, another young black man because they were scared that the black man was armed. First and foremost, black people have this unconscious fear of police in general. It's a bad thing to do I know one thing I'm trying to do not to do is instill that into my son to be afraid of the police and I don't mean for him to be like you know uh, 
boisterous towards the police or ignorant towards the police, but I don't want him to view the police as something, somebody he should be fearful of. I want him to view the police as somebody that's there to protect him because that's the way they should be. They should be protective of the people. They are here to protect us from the harmful things and not here to harm us and be the harmful things. So after this, they go and hit the man with some type of, I don't know if they hit him with a taser or something like that, just to make sure he wasn't, just to make sure he wasn't going to attack. And this, and then they find out he don't have nothing but a phone on. Killed this man in his grandma's backyard. Left his children without a father. All because they thought he had a gun. They thought. Now, I understand the police got a dangerous job. I don't take nothing away from that. But that still does not give anybody a right to kill somebody. It does not give you a right to kill somebody. Especially if you're not even... If you're not even... 10, 20% uh, confident that this man have a gun. It's more so the fact that he black that you were scared. He was in a neighborhood where probably majority of the people are black. So you, as this white cop, and it's not all white cops, but this, these particular white cops were afraid. Could it be because of stigma of how black in black neighborhoods, the how the crime rates and this, that, and other. The funny thing is, I don't hear too much about black people doing police anything. And a lot of times, even depicted on television, it's like unwritten rule. We not supposed to do white cops anything. You do a white cop something, you bad things gonna happen to you. More than just prison. You know, bad things can happen to you. That's that's the that's what's depicted on TV. I see it on a lot of shows. So us us necessarily doing harm to cops, don't I don't think that happens as often as as they should be as scared. I don't excuse me. I don't think it happens enough where they should be that scared of black people. Just because they quote unquote think black people are out here killing each other off like that and that happens just as much as they feel like we killing each other off we ain't killing them off so they don't have a they shouldn't be fearful of us ain't too many black people gonna just shoot at the police ain't ain't too many because one thing we understand about shooting at the police is that we understand we're gonna die now i want to twist this back into something that i spoke on uh, 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 maybe a month ago, uh, however long, a month and a half ago, when this school shooting happened in Florida. And I said something then. I said, if it was a black, I said, we know this wasn't a black, uh, black man that did it because a black man would have gotten murdered on sight. He was not going to have a chance to survive shooting up a school. A white man does. And as much as we like to say, oh, well, we all have the same struggles. We all have. We don't. And 
black people not asking to endure more, but we do. We have different circumstances because our skin has more melanin in it than anybody else's. Or like my dog, Dr. CB said, we, that's carbon. We got more carbon in our skin. So since we got more carbon in our skin than somebody else of a lighter complexion, we more dangerous. We supposed to go through more things. You know, why, why, why does it seem as if uh, we're the cursed ones? Um, but it's just funny to me that this black man, this young black man could be holding a cell phone, get shot 20 times and get off. And, and and the people that shot him get off. Excuse me, I'm sorry. The people that's gonna that, that that kill this little dude, they gonna get off. Nothing gonna happen to him. This the most scrutiny that they, that they gonna get is the fact that they killed a little black boy, and social media is in a, in an outrage. Sacramento is in an outrage. Well, they damn sure got right to be in an outrage because when we sign somebody up to be a police officer and we, you know, give them that honor and get in that badge. Are we giving them the right to kill? My question always was this. We naturally scared of the police officer just because of what we see, what we was taught, how they, how we've been treated by police. A lot of police mistreat us, especially white cops. They mistreat a lot of black people. It, it happens. I have often came across a lot of good white cops. But I done came across some racist white cops too. So those racist white cops out there that mistreat us, it messes it up like they say, one one bad apple spoil a whole bunch. But the sad part is this is a lot more than one bad apple. Uh, and you know, it, it always makes me think, well, if you can kill me because you scared of me and get away with it, if I'm scared of you, I can't kill you. So how you getting away with it? Because if, if I get if I get scared enough for my life and I kill you, I'm going to jail. Matter of fact, I'm going to die. I ain't going to go to jail because if, say, I get pulled over and a police drag me out of my car and I start fighting back in some kind of way, maybe he's beating me for nothing. I ain't do nothing wrong. Maybe I didn't use my turn signal. Maybe he just decided he wanted to put me over. And he just drags me out of my car and starts beating me. And say I get up and because I don't want to be beaten no more because I'm scared I'm about to die. And I just push the man. And I push him. And when I push him, he trips and say he falls and breaks his neck and dies instantly. When the people that's going to come behind him come at me, they're going to kill me. All I did was fear for my life and just wanted this man to get off me. And I'm going to die. Because I'm black. Not because of anything else. Not because of anything else. I'm going to die because I'm black. And that's the world that we live in. And that got to change. The reason on none of these people get off is because they never convicted anybody of this. As wrong as these things are, they are upheld in the court of law when they're doing something wrong. The first commandment in the Ten Commandments is thou should not kill. <laughs> like, 
You should not kill. You would think that's a natural thing. So if somebody kills somebody wrongfully, they get administrative leave. Like you work a very high stress job. Well, those type of mistakes not supposed to happen, especially when you're supposed to be in protection of the people. And you out here and you killing these black kids. Something gotta change, bro. Something gotta change. This was the this this was a disappointment for my day. And something gotta change, man. Like, what are we doing? Like, we, we gotta figure something out. And I'm gonna be honest right now, it's so frustrating. I really don't have a solution. I wish it was a way for us to just police ourselves and just not have those type of people even in our neighborhoods. Like, they shouldn't even be allowed to to be in our neighborhoods. Those untrained people who are so trigger happy that it's okay and they okay and they get off. Like, can we can we convict somebody for wrongfully killing a child, a young black man? Can we can we finally do that? Like, like. The, the, the guy that got off of shooting Tamir Rice, like, I don't know if any of y'all seen that video. This little boy outside playing with a gun. And you know what's even more fucked up? They make guns. They make toy guns that look like real guns. They look just like 357s. They look just like 9mm Glocks. They look just like Berettas. They look like all that. And they make them and they just ass off BB guns. And they don't look no different from a real gun. They got the same weight and everything. They 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 heavy. They 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 steel. You know what I'm saying? They 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 look just like a real gun. But if you seen that video, this little boy got somebody on the phone call and say, "You got a little boy outside waving a gun around." I don't know if it's a real gun or not, but he waving a gun around. Police pull up. Not five seconds pass. Doop doop. Hit him. Jump straight out the car and shoot him. Bow, bow. It's a little, little boy. I forget. I think he was 11 years old. You know how the police got off of that? This a little boy. A little boy. You know, you hear these stories about in Iraq, they had these kids holding guns. And these soldiers are out there and they have to be real cautious with these kids because even the kids will walk up to you and shoot you. Nah, I don't know how true that is, and I don't take nothing from nobody who ever had a story like that. We don't live in Iraq, though. I don't live in Afghanistan. We don't live in the Middle East. Live in America. Most, In most cases, a little kid not going to walk up to a police officer and shoot him. And in most cases, if a little boy, if a little black boy got a gun and a police officer pull up, he going to probably... Throw that gun down or run from the police. He ain't going to try to shoot the police unless he was taught that the police not going to do him nothing, that he shouldn't be afraid of the police and he shouldn't be. He should think that the police are there to help. And even if he did point the gun, you would think that the police have enough sense to recognize that it's a child and that he should talk the child down and not just kill him in cold blood. And you know what happened to that police officer? He got off. He ain't take no time. He ain't ask the little boy to put the weapon down. He ain't have to get. They got loudspeakers on their car. When they pull you over on side of the road, they tell you, put your hands out the car from their car. 
they got this little boy in with this little play gun and they could have easily just said uh son put the gun down put the gun down i need you to put the gun down And a little boy could have put the gun down and we wouldn't have never been talking about this. All these situations happen. It's like, what's the proper protocol when you get pulled over by a police officer? When a police officer approaches you, how do you act? What do you do? You can give them the right energy and they'll still kill you. You know why? Because you're black. Because <laughs> you're black. They'll still put it, put bullets. They'll still put They'll unload clips and kill you. It's almost like we roaches or something. It's like, you know how when you see a roach, if you see a roach in your house, some I know some black people bullshit, they ain't never had no roach. But I done had roaches in my house before. You see a roach and you just keep stomping that damn roach. Just keep stomping it. Making sure you did. Because you seem like sometimes you'll stomp a roach a couple times. And he still get back up and he still... Get to moving even if he limping away. You just stomp that roach until it's gone. It's almost like that's what they did to this boy. They just kept shooting. And then just to add insult to injury. Go get some non-lethals and let's let's hit him a couple times with the non-lethal to make sure he, he not going to attack us. You done shot him. You think he want to attack you after you done unloaded 20 shots? You think he going to want to attack you? He ain't responded to you in over three, four minutes. He ain't moved. He been laying there. You don't know if he dead or not because you too scared to even walk over there and check and see if you just murdered somebody because you know you fucking wrong. And and it just bothers me, bro. It really does. And this is why I strongly, strongly be about the support of my people and us being together we have to be together. We have to be there for each other. We need to start having some kind of way where we can get, we need to become judges and lawyers and all these good things. So when these when these police officers come into our courtrooms that wrongfully kill our people, they can go to jail. We have to some kind of way change the precedence. And that's the thing. They won't even put these people in front of, in front of an all-black jury, like they'll put us in front of an all-white jury with two with two black people, uh, one black person. Why? We need we we have to figure out ways to dominate these things to where things can go in our favor. Because it shouldn't be any way that these dudes get off. But they gonna say because he was holding his phone that they thought it was a gun. This man running away from you. He running away from you and you shoot him down. Because you thought he had a gun. You ain't think he was pointing a gun at you. You ain't think that. You just shot him down. You know what? He black. It don't matter. I'm going to get it. We're going to get off. They're going to probably put us on administrative leave with pay. So they're going to pay us while we don't. We're going to just take a vacation and still get paid. While we go through this, and then they're gonna hire us back on that work. We're gonna be right back good. And it's just disappointing, man. It really is. And that's why I say, as a people, we need to support each other. We need to create more positive environments for for our people so they won't even need to come around us. 
with that. We won't even need them because we putting so much positivity into our own people and into our children and into our families that we won't even need those things because we're going to all be trying to do right by each other and all trying to do right with each other. And we won't have to worry about it because at the end of the day, we can't be killing each other either. And it takes for somebody white to kill a black person for us to get enraged, but get mad when one of your partners kills somebody else that you knew or that you heard of or just somebody else black in general. Because they don't need to even go that far. Because who want their mama crying? Who, who want to have fatherless, fatherless or motherless children? Who want to die before they grandma? Who want to know that they grandma watching them in a cat, looking at them, looking over them in a casket because they was into the streets and they got killed? We don't need that. We got we got to figure out ways to to prevent that and, and instill better better morals into our children that it's not okay to kill each other. We have to be here for each other. We have to be strong with each other. And we have to understand that even if we in disagreement with each other, it doesn't have to lead to death with each other. Like, we got to do better, man. And I know I sound like a broken record like everybody else. Well, we got to do better. We do. Like, I'm going to keep saying this shit to change something. And I'm going to keep trying to do my part and putting this into the world until I see something different. Because I don't want to see this. Hell, I don't even want to talk about this. But it's important for us to know about it and to be aware of what's going on so we can figure out ways to teach our children different things and try to put them in better situations. So this type of shit won't happen. And we need to find some kind of way to put these motherfuckers in jail. Because it's no way that these people could keep getting away with this. Some kind of way we got to figure out a way to defy this system and put these people in jail. But... Man, I feel like I done went on too long about this because I'm just passionate about my people, man. I really hate to see that. You know, they, they already trying to kill us in so many different ways. If you listen to my podcast, you know what I'm talking about. They already trying to kill us in all kind of ways. You just go ask McDonald's. You 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 go ask you you go ask Burger King. They ain't gonna tell you, but you know, you know if your mama, your daddy, or your grandma had hypertension or some type of heart disease at a young age or whoever your cousin or somebody, you know, you can see how many overweight people you got in your family that eat fast food all the time. That's a whole nother thing. But anyway, man, look, I appreciate y'all for listening in. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for the support, man. Everybody that likes and shares this, man, I really, really, really appreciate it. I really do, man. I really do, and I love all y'all. And uh, y'all have a great, great night, great evening. One thing before I go, tomorrow, I know I said this with she, she flaked on me. He flaked on me. You know what I'm saying? But he's still, he's still, he, I guess you could say he's a honorary producer of the new podcast that's going to drop tomorrow. Me and my dog Will are both hosts on the new podcast unqualified uh this ain't the tagline but this is basically a sports opinion from
from the unqualified people of the world. You know, we got a voice too. And just because we didn't play uh, college or professional sports don't mean that our our opinions aren't valid. So y'all make sure y'all tune in tomorrow. We're going to be dropping the, the sports podcast, get into this, into everything sports right now, free agency, NBA, college basketball, whatever what, whatever comes across, we're going to talk about it. Uh, and we're going to give you that unqualified but qualified opinion. Uh, so y'all make sure y'all tune in for that for all my sports fans. And uh, y'all have a blessed one.